What's going on? Good morning. Welcome to One Way Conversation. Uh, hey, if you're new at this point, it's explained to you every time. I guess you're supposed to. That's like the uh, decorum until you have, uh, I guess, an, an insane amount of followers, which I do not have. I do announce every time that you're in the car with me on the way to work. Join me on my commute. That probably loses more people than it gains. <laughs> This guy's just really recording from his fucking car. Ah, fuck this guy. Who is this schmuck? Well, I'm the schmuck that you can spend the next 22 minutes with, whether you like it or not. Well, I guess if you don't like it, you just hit stop. Unless you want to hate listen to me, which there are people out there who hate listen to people. What percentage of the most popular podcasts, not podcasts, what percentage of like popular entertainment do you think is hate listened to. Well, I guess you're not picking them up. There's no stop sign. What's the rule on that? There's, there, fuck, I saw the kids. I saw the school bus. Was the school bus just being really nice to let me go? And I waited to put the stop sign out because I was slowing down, waiting for the stop sign. We don't have to actually slow down until you see the lights, right? Or stop until you see the stop sign, right? And those kids are high school kids, so they're all right. They're not stupid. Well, they're their own brand of stupid. Definitely, definitely as you go along the ages. If you, like, my kid's in second grade. I have my daughter's in uh, pre-K. But you can see, starting in kindergarten, pre-K, they're still kind of, I don't know, they're not, like, in, I guess innocence the word. They don't really get it. But once they get to kindergarten, they get, like, their own personalities and you see a brand new kind of stupid in like the classmates. Not my kids. My kids are fine. <laughs> this is not the podcast for discussing my children, but their classmates have no problem tearing into. There's a, there's a different brand of stupid. Really. I mean, they think they know everything, as a teenager might, but it's the most asinine bullshit. And it's all shit that you've never heard of. Stuff from YouTube, stuff from cartoons that you, that are brand new to you. This is a brand new kind of stupid. And then they'll they'll look at you like you're an idiot. Like, look, pal, I'm working all fucking day. I don't have time to be watching Phineas and Ferb cartoons. All right, I'm sorry I don't know what happened in episode three of the eighth season. And that's how come uh, he wears a striped shirt all the time. I have no idea. Don't look at me like I'm an idiot. High school kids, on the other hand, they're just they're dumb because they think they're like adults. And they're like, nah, man, you got no idea what the fuck you're talking about. That's all. That's all teenage kids, man. This, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a nice turn right there. Can't be waiting around for these people to turn around. All right. Uh, yeah, in this high in high school, it's like you you feel like I don't know what that is. It's something about growing up, and I don't know you're t- as tall as adults, I guess that may be it. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly where that cockiness comes from in a high schooler. Where they think that absolutely everything an adult says is the dumbest shit in the world. And not for nothing, you get that from a lot of millennials now, too. Because now everything for millennials, okay, boomer, like, okay, pal, 
Like, nobody's okay boomered me at this point. I mean, I'm not I'm technically a millennial, I guess. And I'm actually not, I wouldn't even be a boomer. I'd be like Gen, what is it, Gen X, I think. I think that's where I kind of, the cutoff for me is Gen X and millennial. I'm right in the middle there. Not that it fucking matters. But that's where I am. But even th- even those people are they're like spoiled fucking teenagers right now. Because everything they don't agree with is somebody who's a little bit older than them is okay, boomer this, okay, boomer that. Okay, go fuck yourself. How about that? That's what we used to do. That's my part of your generation. Go fuck yourself. I don't get the whole, uh, yeah, just, I think that older people in power ruin some shit. But to just take out an entire generation, that's, you know what? Thanks a lot, Facebook. That's your fucking fault for grouping us all together like we're in high school still. That's the fucking problem right there. That's Facebook is the main culprit in all this. Because now you're broken down, not just by, you know, when, when you have your clicks in high school and shit, that's one thing. But this Facebook just carries over your childhood d- friendship dynamics into adulthood. And people are just willingly signing up for this. I hated the high school dynamic and live in real time and live in color when I was fucking doing it myself. It's so stupid. These people hang out with these people. These people hate these people. It's this click over here, this click over here. And everybody's just like in their own comfort zone and that's exactly what Facebook is. Whereas adulthood used to be you fucking, your parents kick you out, you shove you out of the house either for school or for work and you figure it out on your own. And you don't have these security blankets of your friends from high school years every day you're fucking signing people's yearbooks man that's all Facebook is it even says it right in the fucking title book it's a yearbook that you're doing every fucking day oh look oh they went away on the light you know what pick up the fucking phone and call somebody why are you fucking commenting on somebody's Facebook post pick up the fucking phone and call somebody I don't even texting texting sucks but it's the norm now even text just say what's up what? It's fucking Facebook. You know, this just it's streamlined friendships broken down into high school realities. So fucking stupid. Oh, put the wrong blinker on. I just switched lanes, and I'm so fucking pissed off at Facebook for no reason here on a Monday morning. I just, I turn left, I put my blinker on to go right. And turn, switch lanes, whatever. So stupid. I came here to talk about football today, you dumb fucks. But then I, ah, that's, that's the beauty, transitional speaking right there. I, didn't, I don't even know how I got off on that tangent. Anyway, I guess we should talk a little bit about football. This is uh, Monday morning after Divisional Playoff Weekend, a successful Divisional Playoff Weekend. And I will say the party that was thrown was like a well-oiled machine this year. It was, there was no issues. We went in there. Just before 3, power hour started on time, keg was there, did the power hour, and then it's funny, once the power hour is over, you're getting ready for football, football is coming like right, like you got about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, half hour tops before the game starts, before kickoff. Um, and it just kept, people started migrating, it's a party, and then all of a sudden, I was by, I was just standing by the keg, just waiting drinking 
And uh, somebody's like, you want to smoke a cigar? I said, oh, all right. So he's smoking a cigar all of a sudden. Then you're back in the house, and it's like halftime, and uh, the 49ers are not letting go of a lead here. And that's what, that was game one, basically. Game one was Minnesota didn't really show up. 49ers defense did show up. And the running game was a monster. 160 yards from two backs between Mostert and uh, Tevin Coleman. Jimmy Jimmy G didn't get into any trouble. He threw a pick late in the first half, I think, but nothing nothing big time. And uh, their defense took care of business. Didn't let didn't let the Vikings get started. Bottled up Dalvin Cook, and that was it. It was easy, nice easy first game there. Twenty eight ten, I think, was the final. San Francisco punches their ticket into the final four. Second game gets a little more interesting because uh, here come the Titans against Baltimore, and I had Baltimore just coming out and torching them. But I was absolutely, couldn't be more wrong. Titans defense maybe, is maybe playing a little bit above their heads now. I don't know. Are they, they're good defense, but this is uh, to handle Baltimore like that. Three turnovers from uh, three turnovers from the quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson, and that's not. Uh, it's not a good look. It's his only. It's the second playoff game. It's the second year in the league. It's just with Lamar. It's just he built on this great year here. He's got this phenomenal season, this phenomenal sophomore season where he just dominated the league, possible MVP year. And it's to end on a dud like that. And a team where they're expected to win. I mean, the spread was nine and a half. So they're expected to win here big time, right? All right, get the fuck out of the way, man. Jesus Christ almighty. And, you know, he looked, I don't want to say the moment was too big or he was scared, but he just looked like not, not locked in. He's complaining a lot, looking to the sidelines a lot. That's bad news. Um, I saw a little bit of that from Deshaun yesterday, actually, which I didn't expect. Deshaun, we'll get into that game in a second, but I saw a little bit of that, like, uh, dumbfounded look on their faces. Just a guy who shouldn't you expect to have locked in. I mean, Mahomes was smiling, but that was a different kind of smile. Mahomes was smiling, but he was smiling because he was tearing it up. And they were just unstoppable. Um, but we'll get to that, I guess, in a second. I guess we're talking about it already, but... And that's just, you know, just a bad feeling going into the offseason. All right, they have a lot to build on. They have a great young team, good defense. And uh, still, I think they'll build on this, but it's just a bad feeling going into the offseason when he just he didn't look solid at all. Like I said, three turnovers. And a, t- a Tennessee team that wasn't supposed to be in this game let alone an AFC championship, took care, took care of business. Ryan Tannehill is going to your AFC championship game. It was Derrick Henry. That Look, Derrick Henry ran for almost 200 yards. He had that cool jump pass touchdown. And uh, that was, I mean, that's what it was. Their defense was stingy enough. They rode their coattails of that, that running game. And it's uh, from those first two games, there you go. You have two teams in each league. For everybody who talks about how you can't win with a running team, 
can't run with a big-time running back in the league. Everybody that fucking shits on the Giants for drafting Saquon over Sam Darnold. I mean, I can shit on for taking Saquon over Lamar, but that's a whole different story. But now you have two teams who are run-heavy teams, San Francisco and Tennessee. They have good defenses. They're, they're winning behind those two things. And then you can say what you will. You know, we'll see when push comes to shove when you need Garoppolo or you need Tannehill to make a big play. We'll see who steps up in the next round or maybe even in the finals there in the Super Bowl. We'll see, though. Um, but there's two teams that are on the strength of their running and defense are in their respective championship games. So, somebody fuck with my rearview mirror. My, uh, all right, let's fix that. Okay, good. Everything was coming in a weird angle on my right there. All right, then yesterday afternoon in Kansas City, Houston gets off to this hot start, touchdown early, a big play on special teams, another touchdown. They're up 24 nothing, And it's just, you got bad feeling. Like, holy shit, is Andy Reid just self-destructing right now? Is this team just going to roll over and die? Like, Here's the team expected big things of. Another top seed is, are they going to be fucking knocked out and embarrassed in the first round? And then they go on seven straight drives and score a touchdown. Seven consecutive fucking touchdown drives. 41 nothing run. They go up, then they 48 to 7, 49, whatever it was, 48 to 7. And it was, you know, I don't want to say the turning point because it just seemed this team, Kansas City, just needed a minute to gather themselves. One turning point might you could go, you could argue was Houston fake punt on fourth down. I mean, they scored four touchdowns in the second quarter, like after after like four minutes had run off the clock. It was ridiculous. Absolutely insane performance by Kansas City's Kansas City's offense. And you got to the it was like I said, it was tail of two games, man. Everybody felt like Andy Reid, like, what's what's the matter with his team? Like, they didn't show up to play. And then it was like, oh, well, here's Bill O'Brien's team getting absolutely blown out of the water. And you saw some of that. I said some of that, uh, like, I don't want to say the moment was too big for me. You know, just to get that feeling. Not completely locked in. They're smiling. Like, things aren't going their way. And Deshaun's smiling about it. Like, after a bro- another broken play, he's smiling about it. And that that's a guy who's kind of trying to shake off the nervousness, I feel like. Because if you're smiling in a moment where things aren't going wrong, you're not thinking about the next play and how to succeed in the next play. You're thinking about, oh, well, just maybe this is not our day. Maybe shit. I mean, if that's not hitting, you know, what's going to hit? No. Uh, so I don't know about, um, I don't know. I, maybe Bill O'Brien's time is up there. It's probably not because he took him to this to this game once again. Another good year. Playoffs. They seem to like him. But, hey, man, Eric Bianami on the other sideline waiting for a job. Uh, Bill O'Brien can only take you so far. Um, maybe it's time to cut ties. All right, Seattle goes into Green Bay yesterday. Seattle, who was, <laughs> I did not realize, oh, and they're oh for their last nine. I mean, it obviously predates this current Seattle team. Oh, for their last nine in Green Bay. So we talked about how Lambeau has lost its luster last week. Maybe, maybe uh, for Seattle, it hasn't for uh, for they, nobody got the memo up there in Seattle that it's not Lambeau Field. It's not your grandpappy's Lambeau Field. Uh, Devontae Adams, monster game. Eight catches, 160, two touchdowns. Um, all I can say about Green Bay here, they played a clean game, man. I mean, that's all you need to say. They are 
talk about being locked in and Rodgers is locked in. They did what they had to do. They they had a game plan. They did exactly good good running game, right? I mean, I'm not a not a big fan of uh, Aaron Jones, but he is he has proved me wrong time and again this season, uh, where he is he's done exactly what the team has asked from him, gotten the yards that were needed from him, and he did that in the second. In the I think it was like the first half, we kind of saw more of him, and then the second half, Seattle mounts a little bit of a comeback. Four and a half point spread. They score a touchdown. They fail on the they fail on the uh, two point conversion. Officer, don't fucking pull me over, right? You know, I mean, why is there a cop right there? Why is there a fucking cop right there? Jesus. Um, missed the, you know, so they missed a two point conversion. They're down five. Four and a half is the spread. I mean, Seattle just loves to wreck lines. They don't care what, whatever you bet on, they are gonna fucking wreck your line. So of course we had uh, Seattle four and a half, and they lose by five. But Aaron, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers in the second half, two in the as they as they were trying to keep the ball out of Seattle's hands, they, you know, don't want to give Seattle one more chance. Don't give Russ more chances than he needs. And two big third down plays. One was like third and twelve, I think. One was third and nine. Maybe they're both third relatively. Maybe one was kind of short. I don't remember now. One was long. One was short. Now, if I remember. And Rodgers converts on third down, keeps the ball out of Russ's hands, keeps the ball out of Seattle's hands, and they don't see the light of day again and puts them out of their misery. And now your final four is all set. Green Bay, San Francisco. That's the game where you have the changing of the guard, Rodgers to Mahomes. Oh, Jesus, Rodgers to Mahomes. Rodgers and James Garoppolo. Wow, maybe it was I just, was I, was I just giving my Super Bowl prediction right there? Maybe, maybe I gave it all away. And then you have, uh, you know, then you have the stud team versus the upstart team in the AFC, where KC will be hosting Tennessee. And we'll see. Tennessee was the last team to beat Kansas City, week 10. And Green Bay got smoked in San Francisco not too long ago as well. So we got a little history going into these games. We'll talk about that a little bit going on to the week. We still haven't talked about Joe Judge on this show. And if you haven't uh, checked out, Sunday Poor, that's another podcast between me and my cousin. Uh, we did a monster two-hour show uh, last week. A lot a lot of stuff. We'll talk, we talk a little bit about Divisional Playoff Weekend predictions, but um, there's a lot of stuff in there outside of this past weekend, so you can, you can go back and live that, give that a listen to at Sunday Poor. Check us out at Sunday Poor on Twitter and the podcast. And again, this is one more conversation. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. Talk to you here tomorrow morning.